welcome back to another great episode on the NASCAR. This year is with Michael. Let's kick this episode off into higher gear. Here with news. News. So let's continue. And let's start off with this. 2021 NASCAR is in super of after seven races. The 2021 NASCAR is not even yet two months in and has already left an indelible mark on the sport's history. As the season takes a breath, this was first off weekend. NASCAR.com hands out some super from what we've seen so far. Biggest surprise. Michael McDowell stays on a 500 win. Big, best crew chief. Cliff Daniels. Number 5 Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolet of Kyle Larson. Best team. Hendrick Motorsports. <coughs> best driver. Denny Hamlin. Number 11. Evan Joe Gibbs Racing Toyota. Best rivalry, Noah Gregson vs. the NASCAR Xfinity Series Garage. Best race, the Bristol Dirt Race. <coughs> Best tweet. He, he, I'm not going to say it because it might be a little inappropriate. And now, biggest storyline, seven winners in seven races. And those winners are Michael McDowell at Daytona, Christopher Bell in the Daytona Road Course. Course. William Byron at Homestead Miami Speedway, Kyle Larson at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, hey, Martin Jurex Jr. at Phoenix Raceway, Ryan Blaney at Atlanta Motor Speedway, and Joe Lidano on the dirt dirt at Bristol Motor Speedway. And <coughs> what? So let's continue. And now, manufacturers making some strides with next gen tests at Martinsville. NASCAR's Thursday test of wet weather tires and damp short track conditions may have drawn the most intrigue heading into an off weekend and for the National Series schedule. But another test that preceded it at Martinsville Speedway also, re- also represented a crucial step forward. Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota, the sports three original equipment manufacturers, OEMs, each brought prototypes of their next-gen models for the 2020 Kazoo New Cup Series to the track for the first time this week. <laughs> Cars were fitted with wheel force transducer, Ursula Dea, and collection not the closed test, which ran Tuesday and part of Wednesday until rain halted the set a concession at the five. At, at the 0.526 mile track. That was the first test that was not NASCAR led. That was led by the OEA. And so, it's sort, so it's sort of the transition, if you will, of the car counting, continuing out of the development phase and now to the implementation phase with the teams. NASCAR's Senior Vice President of Racing Innovation, da, John Propstead. The OEMs are the last... <coughs> A step in the process, and as far as them prepping the cars, the feedback was pretty positive. 
Obviously, there's there's little thing, things that we're working on and we'll continue to work on, but none of these cars missed any track time due to mechanical problems or anything. Some of the best feedback that we get is, it's a race car. A mix of current and former drivers is participating. Hendrick Motors, which is Alex Bowman, represented Chevrolet. Veteran David Reagan and drove Ford's prototype. And test driver and spotter Drew Heron was on hand for Toyota. All three next-gen cars had the automaker-specific bodies that they'll, that, that they'll use in the, in the model's 2022 competition debut. But with busy pattern wrap designs intended to obscure details of their, pre their official public debut. Even with the car bodies somewhat cloaked by their paint schemes, Prop said he, he liked what he was able to see. <sighs> that wasted me some breath right there. And now Sharp's recreational batters was taking different approaches to NASCAR. We talk frequently in this space about professional and public betters. The former, often called Sharp betters or wise guys, are a small group. About one to one to two percent betters are considered sharp. These are people who earn a living on betting on, on sports and, and and whose opinions bookmarkers respect. A bet from Sharp or a Sharp often prompts a bookmarker to change the odds. <laughs> Most of us fall into the latter group, public or recreational bettors. Pros in the public tend to take like, different approaches to betting. Pros pay the long game. Betting very small edges is to grind out a profit over time. Public bettors like to swing for the fences, risking a small amount of money for the chance at the big score. When it comes to NASCAR, wise guys typically play matchups, one driver to beat another, while public betters take their shots at the outright market, being on a driver to betting on a driver to win the race and parlay. In pay, in parlays, bets that pay off at high odds if you're able to hit multiple legs without a loss. Loss. <coughs> All right, and now some Martinsville mono error. Error. And now notify, notable modified modified races at Martinsville, nineteen nineties to print. All right, actually this. Member of the month, April 2021. Name Jesse. Current city, Shackle Island, Tennessee. Member since 2020. Getting to know of Jesse. Question, how do you, how do you first become I'm interested in NASCAR? I was bartending at a place where all the regulars loved racing. Learning how to talk, talk the talk, talk was crucial to earning their friendship and repeat business. Not to mention tips. So I did my homework and sat down to watch the Daytona race in the summer of two in the summer of two thousand and three, and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Life led on from those salad days, but my NASCAR fandom is here to stay. <laughs> right. Question: What is your favorite part about NASCAR? The marriage of a man and machine. You know, the sport is such such a premium on equipment. I love how a great driver and a bad car is irrelevant. 
And the great car with a weak driver is useless. <laughs> useless. But a great car plus a great driver is a beautiful thing on the track. I love, I watch, watch just see those combos go head to head every week. Question. What is your favorite NASCAR memory? Watching Parker Kligman plant the checkers in the glass at Talladega after a truck victory. After a truck win in 2017, we had driven down from Nashville for that race, in no small part because kids get into freak e for the, or the truck races during the race. A plan land and to be on the back stretch, not and I though my son would literally go crazy with joy. We still have the checkered flag blanket from that race, and he talks about that flag plant every time we see P. Parker Kligerman on TV. Question, do you have a favorite in any of these following categories? Current driver is Eric Almarola, past driver Carl Edwards, up-and-coming driver Ross Chastain, track Watkins Glen International. Sponsor, GoBowling.com. I love the races at the Glen, and I love that they sponsor a car or two in addition of get, to getting naming rights. We went bowling at a little place in Watkins Glen where Denny Hamlin had bowled, and it's a great memory. What do you like to do in your free time? Do the crossword puzzle and listen to classical music. Fun fact, I don't like classical music. <laughs> From all of us at NASCAR, we thank Jesse for his continued support and look forward to hearing from him in 2021. Look for Jesse on the official NASCAR Fan Council page on NASCAR.com. Let's continue. And now, looking back, Richie Evans shows them how it's done at Martinsville in 1981. Holding off a cast of fellow Modified legends, Richie Evans picked, Evans picked up his eighth Modified victory at Martinsville Speedway in the 1981 on Azalea 150. It was the first Modified race on Martinsville since the Dogwood 500 on the prior were Evans the catch fence to the win over Jeff Bodine. <laughs> Modified stars were scattered throughout the field on that day. And in the race that day was Evan. Evans in the midst of his fourth straight NASCAR Modified Championship season and fifth overall. Jerry Cook joined Evan and along with Ray Hendrick. And Man Maynard Troyer. And brothers Jeff and Brett, uh, brothers Jeff and Brett Bodine, and Ron Bouchard and George Kent. <laughs> Neil Bonnet was also in the and up with thirty cars that started that way. Jeff Bodine started on the pole and led one hundred seventeen of the race one. This is one hundred fifty laps. Most right retired one soft, and both Evans and Bouchard began pressuring him. With thirty three laps, laps to go, Evans took the lead. Several laps later, Jeff Bodine spun in third. Turn three as his tire continued to lose there, effectively taking a win contention for the win. Bodine would end up settling for sixth place. <coughs> the race came down into a duel between Evans and Bouchard, driving the number three old, old blue modified. Bouchard, Bouchard, however, was never able to mount a strong charge on Evans. The final caution came out with four go on Brett Bodine's spun. Also in turn three, the race ended under yellow with Evans rolling to the win. <coughs> All right, 
I am going to end this episode a little early. See you tomorrow for another episode on the Cars.